Hello, inner you. Can you hear spirit calling? I'm Jill, and this is my artistically intuitive podcast. As an intuitive Reiki teacher, self-published author, and artist, we'll discuss everything from art to angels, Reiki to writing, and the psychic nudges only our soul knows. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started on this spiritual journey together. everybody. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode. I am excited to be back. It's been a little bit of a break since I made my last episode for this podcast. I took a break before 2023 and it has given me the opportunity to really think about what it is that I want to do in this new year. And even though it is already February, I have had to have this time to really ponder everything that I love to do and how I want to combine it going forward. So with that new year energy, I thought it was really important to kick off this episode in a conversation about how to combine creativity with spirituality. And I found a book that I have been working with now for a while. I know some of you may know this book. It's called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, and she's a national best-selling author. This book is so popular and has been circulating for decades now. It is life-changing. Again, the book is called The Artist's Way, A Spiritual Path to Higher Creativity. And this book was a catalyst many years ago for me to think about how to really step into my highest self in this earth plane, in this life, to be really who I am and find something that helps me to express that as well as to constantly check in with my intuitive self, my guides, my angels while I'm living this life before I become just a spiritual being again. Because again, the saying is we are all having a human experience but we are spiritual beings. But in kind of clever terms, it all boils down to the same thing. We are spiritual beings having this experience, which happens to be human. We just happen to be in this life in this moment. And it's really more fleeting than we think. So if we think of it that way, what is it that we want to do in this life that feels authentic and can be shared with others? I think that for most people who are tuning into this podcast, you might be the type of person who enjoys expressing themselves in a way that is unique and straightforward. And yet there is always the component of wanting to stand in the shadows because we are exposing as artists and as intuitive people who we really are. We lay all of our cards on the table our heart is on our sleeve. We basically are who we are. And when we expose that to the world, we are vulnerable. However, when I step into my power fully, I feel extremely confident in what I believe in and who I am. But it ebbs and flows also. And it goes along with what's going on in my life at the time. If you stay really rooted in a spiritual practice, 
those tools can help you get through those times in your life a whole lot easier. Here's a great example. I needed to have some help in my life when I had some health issues My and my family was also having some health issues. And then at the same time, I experienced a lot of loss. And it was within like a two-year time frame when all of this was happening. That was when I sought Reiki for myself. And after I had really successful Reiki sessions with a therapist, you you realize that we are not, I mean, in that nutshell of a time frame, it was like an hour session that you're really not, everything feels like it makes more sense on a broader scale. And so what, whatever I thought before that session, everything was blown up in my face. Like I, I saw things for what they were. Everything felt clearer and, and more, I was more aware of what it is that I needed to look at within myself. That was my first doorway into spiritual understanding. Reiki was my first doorway. And when I went through that doorway, I went to other things that helped me to learn more about myself and my journey. And that took me into uh, animal communication. And I was doing animal communication readings very early on after learning the first couple of levels of Reiki. And then when I became a Reiki master teacher, I began offering workshops and classes within a lot of different things within that genre, animal totems and learning how to connect with nature on a broader scale. That then took me through another pathway into learning about shamanism. I became a shamanic practitioner after working within the Andean tradition of the medicine wheel. And then I began to meet people who, you know, suggested, hey, have you have you tried um, learning about this? Or does this interest you? And I, I began to see this experience in this life as an opportunity to grow, as an opportunity to grow spiritually and to broaden my perspective so that I could maneuver through my emotional shite and shinola a whole lot better the next time it happened because that's how it began was I sought a modality, a holistic modality that could help me to do that. And Reiki really did nod to meditation and then also other things like yoga and incorporating a practice that involved breath work and mindfulness in ways that I had never experienced before. And as I began to do that, I began to get more in touch with the part of myself that I was born with 100% a passion for, which was art. And art and artistic endeavors were things that I always strived to do for myself and to try to excel at for myself. And so I had a lot of experience with different classes and workshops within art. I was in a commercial art program in college. I did not get my degree in commercial art, but I was very close to. And then I switched my major to tourism recreation because I really wanted to teach tennis. So I'm the type of person, if you can't tell already, that has a lot of interests. And I just want to interrupt for a second. 
I don't know if you can hear my golden retriever snoring on the floor, but um, she's doing that and I'm going to just let her do that because if I move, she will follow me and continue to snore wherever I go. So we'll just let this play out. But anyway, that's the noise that you're maybe picking up. So for me, I have a lot of interests and some of them are very, uh, they're very honed and others are just simply interests that are fleeting. But the ones that have stuck with me are learning about my spiritual path on a deeper level, mostly intuition, psychic development, and mediumship development. And that came into play after I worked with Reiki for several years. I noticed my intuition really began to grow. So once my intuition began to grow and I began getting comfortable with receiving intuitive messages from the universe being messages either from angels, people on the other side, psychic information that was being picked up from people, whatever it was, I truly really relished in all of that because it made me feel like I was tapping into the truest parts of myself. Now, that said, when you do that, you begin to realize that you are wearing your heart on your sleeve in a way that you've never done before. And you have to be able to own that and be comfortable with that. So then I noticed if I wasn't maintaining a spiritual practice, the ability to feel like I was standing loud and proud in who I truly was would dim. I would, I would get insecure about it and I would feel very self-conscious about that. And then I would pull back. And I feel like at times in my life, that was truly a reason why I didn't fully manifest all of the things that I wanted to, because I became fearful. And the judgment of others was always out there. And it was always very important for me to be well liked and to be well received by my peers. And I feel like when you walk the path of true individuality, you cannot expect a certain outcome because if you do, you'll just disappoint yourself because it's not really in keeping with the path of being who you really are. If you really are who you are, come hell or high water, you're going to do it for yourself and it's not going to matter to you what people think of you. So again, that's a big part of realizing if, if you're walking the path of individuality, sometimes that's not going to fit into the mold of the world that is happening outside your door. And you have to really kind of enjoy the journey of that and embrace that on some level, or you'll quietly always feel like you're giving up on yourself. At least that's has been my case. So going back to how to incorporate art and intuitive work, which is what I mentioned in the very beginning of this episode and mentioning this book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, is that I found that if you can find a reference book, and I call this a reference book because it is a course in discovering and recovering your creative self. It's a 12-week course within this book. And if you can find something like this or something else, for me, I'm working with this book currently, again, 
And it is very, very helpful to get me back to the truest parts of myself. And I just want to share a couple of quotes from this book so that you can understand the flavor of this. These are quotes by Julia Cameron. She says, quote, when the word God is used in these pages, you may substitute the thought good orderly direction or flow. What we are talking about is a creative energy. God is useful shorthand for many of us, but so is goddess, mind, universe, source, and higher power. The point is not to really get caught up in what you name it. The point is that you try using it. For many of us, thinking of it as a form of spiritual electricity has been a very useful jumping off place. So what she talks about is finding inspiration within yourself so that that sparks creativity. I found that to be amazing because it truly does make sense to me when I'm reading other people's words about how to own your own individuality and your own creativity. And I think that it's very, very important to jive with something that speaks to you. So find something that speaks to you in a way that really opens up your creativity if this is the direction that you really want to go to within yourself. And I find that the intuitive process coupled with the artistic process makes you get in touch with pieces and parts of yourself to create unbelievable works of art. So thank you, Sophie, for that snoring in unison. Okay, she is getting very loud now. I'm sure you can probably hear her snores. Okay, anyway, here's another quote from Julia that I think I just, I threw up my hands. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. This quote, artists throughout the centuries have spoken of inspiration, confiding that God spoke to them or angels did. In our age, such notions of art as a spiritual experience are seldom mentioned. And yet, the central experience of creativity is mystical. Opening our souls to what must be made, we meet our maker. Wow. Right? Doesn't that just speak to you? It really spoke to me to just really understand that it's connected. We are, we do not stand apart from that spark of where we were created from we are we are a part of that universal energy here's another one here's another quote quote so we pray fame will come to some honor will visit all who work as artists we experience the fact that god is in the details making our art we make artful lives making art we meet firsthand the hand of our creator Okay, so you might be thinking, but wait a second, I'm not very religious. Aren't we talking us about spirituality? And for me, I feel like we always, I think as human beings, we get caught up in the wordplay of what that means. So let's not get too caught up in that. It's hinting the fact that, or to the notion that you don't need to label anything, but if you feel that you connect with a certain word, like God, universe, what Buddha, or uh, maybe higher self, whatever that is, sometimes using 
a word to get to that point of clarity is super useful. But if you don't and you want to feel or you feel disconnected from the use of using a word, that's totally fine. But just know that irregardless of that, you're still connecting with the universal energy of all that is. It's that sense of realization that we come from something bigger. And in that bigger, we are individual in how we express those parts and pieces of ourselves to others and ourselves. So that's like the really meaty, sort of artistically saturated, I guess, description of where I'm coming from. I hope that makes sense to all of you. If you're artistic, I know it makes sense to you. If you're intuitive, a hundred percent, this makes sense to you. So just get in the soup of all this, like get into this like soupy, mystical, artistically expressive place and then begin to create from that, begin to express from that. And I guarantee you that the intuitive stuff, the helpers that we have, our guide teams, our guardian angels, the archangels, those that are on the other side calling out to us to be our helpers, um, our animals that are still here, our animals that are on the other side. All of this makes up the bigger matrix of our support team in our intuitive stuff. And that is who we really are. We are all a part of the psychic soup, the expressive pieces of something that is vast and cannot really be pinned down. It's almost like it's there, but we don't know it's there. It's our mystical coat that we are always in. And sometimes we feel like we have to layer on other things to hide that because we want to fit in. But once we remove the layers and we get comfortable with who we really are, we can then create from a place of honesty and connection to more. And the intuitive stuff that I mentioned is a way to use the tools to be able to get there in a more authentic and faster way. Like I always think of it as, why do I want to keep taking the long way around to the very beginning all the time. Like sometimes I know the answer to something, but I'll just walk the opposite direction in one huge circle until I get back to the beginning again from where I began. Like it, like I know what it is, but I feel like I have to put myself through like this, this torturous journey to get to some sort of an understanding. And that again is an artistic thing because it's like we, we think it's harder than it really is. And it might even be a spiritual thing too, because we don't really realize that we're already there. Like there isn't a lot of work that needs to be done to be able to express yourself in a way that's individually uh, satisfying and, and expressive and understandable to others. I think if we get into the part of ourselves that is truly who we are, which is easy as like breathing, we're already there. We don't need to do a 
crap ton of work to get to it. We just have to like take a deep breath and accept it. And we have to accept ourselves with all of the bumps and mishaps that make up who we are. Because we're always learning, we're always growing, we're always making mistakes on some level, but we're always, you know, using that as a stepping stone to help us along this path. That's why we're here. Okay, guys, that is it for today. I hope you got something from this episode. I cannot wait to connect with you again. I hope this was helpful. If you'd like to learn more about what I do, check out my websites at helloinnerU.com. You'll find the intuitive and energy balance services I offer. And at agiloriginal.com, you can check out my artwork, specifically pet portraits and animal art. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please rate it and review it. It helps others find the show and helps me to keep creating content. Thanks so much for that. I really appreciate it. All right, everybody, take care and see you next time. Bye. Bye.